Welcome back to J. Marie Speaks. I am your host, J. Marie. We will now discuss mending the brokenness, seven steps to healing. Step four, love. There are levels to healing, and one must understand that it is a continuous process. As a result, the seven-step process that I developed was divine ordained. It is the God-given steps that I used to survive life thus far and a continuous lantern to guide my feet in this world. This process is based on my experiences and these steps hold truth to my life. Hopefully your lives are impacted in a positive way and you too will find your purpose and develop a healing process specific to your life experiences. God is love. God shows us this daily through grace, mercy, the gift of salvation, etc. God shows us that love is about action, not just words. We often allow the trauma of the past to hold us hostage from the future. To illustrate this, I want you to complete an exercise with me. All right, before we get started, I want you to close the door. You turn your cell phone off. I need you to have zero interruptions before this begins. I'll give you just a moment so you all can get yourself situated. All right. Now we're ready. Let's complete an exercise. Close your eyes. Listen to the sound of my voice. I want you to imagine that you are God. You can create and destroy all things, but because you are bound by your words, you couldn't fix everything. You look at your children and are disappointed with the way that they mishandle life and their responsibilities. For those of you that are parents, you should definitely understand this. You want to destroy them and start over, but a part of you won't follow through because you love them. You have convinced yourself that there is no hope for mankind, and then your son, in our case it would be flesh of our flesh, bone of our bone, who is a part of you, feels strongly about the world and all that is in it and believes that it is worth saving. Your son refuses to back down and stands up for them. So to teach your son a lesson, your son must become mortal. You allow it, but he must live amongst those that he wants to save so that he can see your point of view. I don't know about you all, but my parents used to sometimes allow me to do certain things just so I can... Uh, understand exactly what I'm doing before I do it so that um, I basically wouldn't do it again. In this case, again, you still have your eyes closed. You did this in hopes that he will change his mind and agree with you. 
but your son tells you that he stands on his word that this world needs to be saved and he is will willing to become a living sacrifice how many of you told your parents something like that i'm gonna stand in and stand on my word and then by the time you get in there you're like um i don't know that i want to do this anymore but pretending that you're god and thinking also in the parent mindset against your better judgment you agree and you allow your son to follow through on what he says think about that for a moment how god how god had to feel that he already can foresee what's going to happen to jesus and Jesus was like, no, dad, I can change him. No, dad, I can do this, you know. And although God knew exactly what was going to happen, he gives us better judgment because he gives him free will. He agrees. And in order for this to come to pass, he wasn't allowed to help him. If mankind decided to crucify him. So no matter what you say or do. Jesus just doesn't listen. Because he loves the world so much. God had to love Jesus. And the world. That he gave us another chance at life. John 3.16 states that God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whoever. Whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Whether you believe in Jesus or not, by Jesus becoming a living sacrifice, God gave us a chance and he gave us a choice. So remember that. You're given a chance and a choice. If Jesus wasn't there, uh we wouldn't be having this conversation today. Now open your eyes. God loved us so much that he gives us free will to make our own choices and he sacrificed his own son to allow us another chance at salvation. We play in God's face every day and cross the boundaries that he set for us in this life. And you're like, well, what boundaries are those? Duh, the Ten Commandments. He knows and sees all. Your life could be gone at any minute. God still gives us another chance to make the right choice with every breath we take. But one thing for sure and two things for certain. He reminds us that we will reap what we sow. Two of the scriptures that tell us that are 2 Corinthians 9 and 6 and Galatians 6, 7 through 8. You go read those for yourself. I hear people try to use this synonymous with karma. There is a difference. Karma is based on a revenge mentality. God, in my opinion, bases life choices on accountability through consequences. God gives us free will. 
based on your individual decision which is a seed you will either receive blessings or negative consequences unlike karma the concept of sowing adds the ingredients of grace and mercy this simply means that God doesn't always hold us accountable based on the weight of our sins I personally struggled with this concept because sin is sin in God's eyes all sin is forgivable except one but you got to read your Bible for yourself in order for you to find that out and even if you don't read the Bible or have one just go check it out you don't have to take my word for it read it for yourself God is the perfect example of love which is the crucifixion of his son Jesus I wouldn't want to ever be put in a position to sacrifice one of my children for people that don't care for any of their lives as a parent it is painful enough to see my children cry I couldn't imagine having to watch people murder my innocent child and couldn't do anything to protect them this would make me angry and I would want to destroy everything connected to his pain then think to turn around and forgive these people daily as if nothing happened this is short of this is not short of divine intervention because the world wouldn't have had a chance with me I'm just gonna let y'all know now you know I have worked hard to make forgiveness my superpower but I'm human you know what I'm saying and I'm a I'm a mama bear too and so if someone hurts someone that I love it has to be God to stop me to keep me from taking matters into my own hands because you do think in your head huh what goes around comes around or you do think in your head somebody better get them before I get them you just get this get mentality like I'm gonna get them somebody do something to you you got this get mentality but guys sometimes it's just better to walk away live to see another day and truly forgive even if it hurts because whatever that traumatizing situation may have been it is going to hold you hostage in every single decision that you make in your life is going to be based on that situation like it, it even talks about <clears throat> like different there's a parable in the bible that talks about the man that built his house upon a rock and another one upon sand if you build your house you know based upon lies deception you know people get that get mentality all this other stuff it's going to eventually wash away but if you have a solid foundation and build it upon God and truth and love and hope and faith it's going to continue to withstand any storm you could weather any storm you know and you don't have to be a Christian or you don't have to be you know uh, any religious type but the world is bigger than you you can't just believe in yourself you didn't create yourself just like people believe in success but they can't see it 
I believe in God. I don't know what you believe in, but I believe in God because me believing in God has sustained me and has given me hope in times when I didn't have any. So you ask yourself, if you sitting at the other end of a gun, are you going to believe in yourself to deliver you from that situation? Or are you hoping that some type of divine intervention is underway that's going to have that person have make that person have a change of heart? Or somebody's going to come in and, and, and save you. And I'm sorry, but science can't explain that away. I don't care what nobody says. It, it, no. Because there's some truly evil people in this world. Truly evil people. We all have our own idea of what love truly is. But the Bible provides many examples. We need to read it with an unbiased heart. If you want to know truly what love is, read 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. If you want to truly know what love is and its power, the mind can be easily influenced based on what we see and and continuously feed it. We begin to believe in our own ideologies and concepts. Why do people fight so hard to believe in absolutely nothing instead of fighting for something that can bring happiness, joy, peace etc we seek to control every aspect of our lives including love someone once told me that their love language was gift giving and quality time y'all forgive me but i think this is a dumb concept because everybody can't give you a gift so if someone doesn't have the money to give you a gift that you love you tell me you don't love that person that's conditional Why would you limit the way someone loves you? Do you love yourself enough to understand that love is limitless? God shows us this each and every day, and yet we can't see it. A blind person has a better vision of the world than those with sight. A blind person truly walks by faith and not by sight. Say, well, well, how how can a blind person see better than I can see? They have to feel their way through. They have to trust that the wall is going to be there. They have to have faith that somebody's not going to, you know, hit them when they're trying to cross the road or that someone's not trying to take advantage of them because they can't see like you do. And yet you see and still don't believe. But God loves us so much that you got free will. You can do whatever you want to do. Will there be consequences for your choices? Absolutely. I mean, there's always consequences. You know, whether it be good or bad. And those consequences are either going to bless your life or it's going to be the alternative. But you are free to live your life as you so choose. But you can't live your life without love. And you can't live your life by yourself. You may think you can. I promise you, you can't. Everybody wants to know that they are valuable to someone. And I'm here to tell you, if no one has told you today, we may not be biologically related. And we may be, I don't know. 
But however the case is, I love you. I love you because I love you. I love all that can hear my voice so much that I'm willing to to reveal the scars that have healed in my life so that you can heal because I'm okay like this is not to say that things don't happen this is not to say that life is perfect but with the seven steps that that God has helped me to develop for myself I continuously reuse those especially when I have to deal with the various situations that occur in my life like the death of my grandmother that just recently happened it was so painful but I was prepared and I'm healed like I still miss her but instead of me like just changing my entire life and like oh my god I'm gonna be depressed for the rest of my life I think about her life and I celebrate her life because all of us, whether rich or poor, we all have the same fate, which is we're going to be six or eight feet down in the ground or cremated or something. Death is inevitable. You can't cheat it. It's going to happen to everyone eventually. You know, but how you live your life and how you are remembered is a choice that you can take. Now, all this time, I had you guys close your eyes. Now, I want you to think about this. You are special. You are special. Even though it may not feel like you're special. The reason why I wanted y'all to close your eyes in the first place. Before I told you to open them. Is so that you can understand and really visualize. How God must feel every single day. And no matter what you do to him, he still loves you. Even though you say he ain't real, this, that, and the other. Or you like, why am I poor? Why am I rich? Why am I this? You know, if your God wanted you to not suffer, you know, why would I serve your God? Because you don't suffer or I don't suffer because I'm rich. Well, you don't have peace of mind. Peace of mind doesn't have a price. It doesn't. And the Bible itself is the history of all life. And if you read it, it doesn't change. You know, from from my uh, studies, I found that not all of the Dead Sea Scrolls were translated. But there's enough information in the Bible that we have today, you know, and from you know, you can pull things from from the various religions that you know that divine power exists. And no matter where you are in this world, 
you're taught to believe in a power that's higher than yourself. You may not call it God. You may not call it Jesus. I don't know. But you know that there's something that exists that's bigger than you. That science cannot explain. I had to learn the difference between the love of God and the love of man. I don't know if any of you have ever heard of agape love. But agape love is like the highest form of love. And I don't care how much someone says that they love you, love you, love you. They still have prejudices or they have conditions to their love. Agape love can be explained, or particularly Greek agape, in the New Testament. It says the fatherly love of God for humans, as well as the human reciprocal love for God. Love is unconditional. It is limitless. Mankind has failed to reach this level of love. This is why the world suffers greatly. If humanity united in love and kindness, etc., and worked together to end suffering, imagine the lives that can be saved from humans. Imagine the lives that can be saved Anywhere from humans to microscopic organisms. Life is not just humans or animals. It's plants. It's microorganisms. It's. There's so much life. And it's life in the sea. It's so many things that we have yet to discover and explore. But it's not hard for us to respect life. Even the insects, they serve a purpose. You know, mosquitoes, even though, you know, they cause me to itch. They have their own little purpose, too. I still, in my mind, have yet to figure out the purpose of the mosquito. Regardless of what science says, to me, it just hurts. But everything is purpose in this life. Everything has a place and a purpose in this world. We can't blame God for our suffering when it is at the hand of choices that someone else has made. We can only hold him close and give him our pain. Allow him to comfort us. Pain is addicting and sometimes revenge seems oh so sweet. But is it? I experience more negative things in my life than positive. But I refuse to allow it to change my heart from being a loving person. I have had to have courage, faith, forgiveness, and love to help me overcome very tragic situations. You know, if you go back and listen to um, the very beginning, you know, the introduction, you'll understand where the men in the brass, men in the brokenness came from. And I, I gave... I revealed to you all a painful part in my life, but it affected my life so drastically, you know, and so 
it was important for me to share that because I had lived with unforgiveness in my heart for a while and it, it started to change who I was as a person and I lost my joy I lost my vision I lost my sight and I don't want that to happen to you all I have several different examples that I can give you but I thought that was more pertinent due to the fact that I went through single parenting I went through heartbreak I went through all types of things that a person shouldn't have to go through I just wanted to be a happy kid with my mom and my dad but everyone doesn't get those cards everyone isn't dealt the same deck of cards some people get what we think on the outside is a happy-go-lucky life and can't say two-parent homes you know are so much better to an extent you know it should be the mother and father in the home but there needs to be love there it needs to be love there and if you are parents and you no longer you know live together or you're no longer married I encourage you to have a healthy relationship with your children a healthy relationship with each other that doesn't mean sleep together don't get it twisted but co-parenting healthy co-parenting I wish the father myself and the father of my children could have done that as they were growing up we we do it now you know although they're adults we do know that our children still need us but if I could do anything I wish that he and I had sat down and not allow others that were outside of us influence how we raised our children or to destroy our friendship just because we were no longer together you can work together and not sleep together people it's possible but you got to understand how to love yourself you got to understand the power of forgiveness you got to understand that you got to put God in it and remember that everything starts with a seed it starts with the seed because the trauma that you have you'll pass that on to your kids and that's not fair guys or you and it'll go from one generation to the next generation to the next generation and we need to stop we need to stop it and we need to learn how to receive God's love so that we can understand how we're supposed to be loved so we can recognize when people are not loving us correctly so let God be your seed because everything starts with the seed it's up to you to determine what type of seed you want to become you must nourish the seed so that it can grow and become fruitful for your life we all have a story to tell I choose to use mine as a guiding light like a lighthouse and the whole point of that is to help you weather the storms of life. I want you to I want to remind you that you're not alone. I want to remind you that you are loved. I want to remind you that you are purpose and I want to remind you that you are enough. I know the circumstances that surround you may not be the best. And it may seem hopeless, 
But wherever you are in the world, I want you to fight to be the very best version of you for as long as you have have life in your body. You still have a chance. So don't you give up. Don't you give in to nothing that this world has dealt you that has caused you grief or 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 taken from you. You forgive others not because they deserve it, but to set yourself free. You are powerful. You are powerful. And I need you to remember that. But I need you to love yourself. Even the Bible tells you, love thy neighbor as thyself. You can't love anybody else truly till you learn to love you. So go in front of the mirror, strip naked if you got to. Look at yourself and say, I love you. I love you for who you are. I love every part of you. And if somebody's violated you, you still love yourself. You're still worthy. You're still enough. You got this. You got this. Let me help you understand this. As long as they don't have your mind, they'll never have you. Protect your mind. You fight. And no matter what you're going through, I want you to remember to wake up smiling. I want you to be optimistic. I want you to be bold. I want you to take chances. I want you to believe in yourself. You ain't never believe in yourself. Know that God believes in you and I believe in you and I love you. This is your time. This is your life. And your body is yours. You make the right choice for yourself and for your future families. And you can start by doing that right now. I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't care where your life sits today. You can start right now at this very moment. All right, guys, that's my time. I love you. I hope that y'all enjoyed today's segment. And if you have anything you want me to talk about um, or address, particularly outside of the series, I have uh, set up tea talk for the audience so that I can discuss things that are happening to you in real time. But again, I appreciate you all so much. Uh, Go to the introduction. You'll see my website. Subscribe to my page. You can talk to me directly um, via email. And um, just know that you matter and that you are enough. Until next time, thank you for tuning in, and I will see you soon for step five of the Mending the Brokenness series. Have a great day.